possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Welcome to the Palace Theater's Broadway Buzz, presented by Webster Bank. The Palace Theater is located in Waterbury, Connecticut. My name is Stuart Brown, founder of the 24-7 online Broadway radio station, soundsofbroadway.com. If you are looking for nonstop Broadway music, tune into soundsofbroadway.com, playing the best from off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage. I'll be your host for this podcast series. My guest today is actress, producer, and writer, Deborah Khan Bay, and she will be at the Palace Theater on Sunday, March 27th, for a table reading. And this is Reflections on the Voices of African American Women. And there are four one acts, and we're going to be talking about Deborah and also her participation in this project. So, welcome to the program, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Stuart. Why don't we dive right in? And can you tell our listeners about this program on March 27th? It's a table reading presentation representing the reflections of voices of African-American women. There will be four one-act plays that will be read for the celebration of Women's History Month, and I'm really excited about it. This event is being presented by our wonderful producer, Lauren Yarger of Gracewell Productions. Lauren is absolutely incredible and amazing. And I just love her vision. The presentation of these plays are themes that are relevant and reflect our times. So it's just really great and important work to be told. And also audience members will have an opportunity to observe new and inspiring works that are in development. In some cases, among the first to see them before anyone else does. So you say a table reading. So if people are not familiar with what is a table reading versus a produced show with actors and actresses on stage and props and sets and all that. A table reading is more of you have the script in hand and this is for the playwright to hear and the audience to hear what is being written firsthand. So if the playwright would like to make any adjustments or do any rewrites, this is for them to hear the words that they have written and to make any adjustments to the play if they need to. Or the reading could be for investment purposes, to have investors or producers there at the reading to hear if they're interested in investing in the project, because this is the early part of the development process. So when you say that the playwright is is hearing her words or his words, but in this case, her words. This is maybe the first time. So they've been laboring over this script and rewriting it themselves, but the table reading is the first time they can hear how the words are being spoken. So it's important, okay. I guess, for the playwright to really hear the words, not just to read the words. Absolutely. Yes. They have to get out of their head and actually hear those words being said by the actors. And like you said, the audience members are taking part in that. This is the first time. So it's not only the playwright listening and coming up with ideas, but here are these people in the audience getting that experience also, in a sense, in tandem with the playwright. Sometimes, Stuart, though, there may this may not be the first reading per se. It, they may have had a couple other readings or a few other readings because they're in a rewrite process. So if they have rewritten the script, this may be 
and additional reading. It depends on the situation. You mentioned the producer, Lauren Yarger. And so is her role or has her role been to get all the pieces together, get you and uh, your fellow actress and get the playwrights together and come up with this theme? Yes, Lauren came up with the theme and she's the mastermind of picking the plays and how this program would run. These extraordinary playwrights are the work is just so powerful. And she picked the perfect plays to um, to let the voices be heard of these African-American women that are so powerful, but yet in such different ways. Why don't we talk about these plays? I keep mentioning the plays. So why don't we talk about what the plays are about? Maybe a little synopsis. There are four and you are featured in two of them. And mm -hmm. then there is another actress, Naya Ajay, is featured in the other two. So can you give us an idea of the, the four plays? The first piece that is being presented is called How to Fix a Broken Peacemaker. And this is written by Charlene Donahue. And it will be presented by the wonderful actress, Naya Ajay. And it's about love and loss between sisters on a twisted journey with regards to life after social distancing during COVID. And might this journey bring them together to heal from a broken past? The audience shall soon see. The second piece is called Motherless Child by Cassandra Medley. And this piece will be presented by me. It's a very heart-wrenching piece. And I portray an enslaved woman who talks to the spirit of her baby girl that was ripped from her arms and sold away 12 years ago. So that piece is very near and dear to me. And then the third piece is another play of Cassandra Medley's called Take My Advice, which will be portrayed by Naya IJ. And it's about a news report of a family torn apart by an arrest that hits a personal nerve for a woman who's been through it all before. The fourth and final piece is called Lifting As We Climb by Charlene Donahue and portrayed by me. And it's about the life of Mary Church Terrell. And Mary Church Terrell was an activist who championed racial equality and women's suffrage in the late 19th and early 20th century. And her words, <laughs> her words lifting as we climb became the motto of the National Association of Colored Women, the group she helped find in 1896. She was also among the founders and charter members of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. All four of these plays are really quite powerful and such great storytelling. So I'm very proud to be a part of this whole process in this program. So Deborah, how did you become involved in, in this program? Actually, Lauren Yarga asked me if I would be interested in being involved. And she saw me in a Broadway bound festival play at Theater Row that I'm a lead producer on and also one of the lead actresses in the place. When she saw me, she just immediately thought that I would be perfect for these two plays that she was actually producing for this program. 
Have you done these works anywhere else or is this the first time that you've been involved with these particular productions? This is my first time. I have not done these anywhere else. This is going to be my first time presenting these two pieces. So it's a new experience for me as well. Deborah, we're going to take a very short break just to give our sponsors a chance to chime in. And then we are going to be back and talk a little bit more about these one acts for the celebration of Women's History Month at the Palace Theater. Where can you hear the best music from Off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage? The answer, soundsofbroadway.com, your 24-7 online Broadway music radio station. Listen to selections from well-known, popular, and more obscure musicals from the most diverse playlists anywhere. That's soundsofbroadway.com. Let's go on with the show. We're all living through an unusual time together, but each one of us is dealing with it differently. Webster Bank is here to help you move forward at whatever pace is right for you. Whether you're taking small steps or big, bold ones. Whether you're refocusing on your future, re-energizing your business, or reconnecting with everyone you love, Webster will help you take your next steps on your time. Welcome back to the Broadway Buzz. My name is Stuart Brown, host of this podcast series. And I am speaking with Deborah Kahn Bay, a producer, writer, and actress who will be at the Palace Theater on Sunday, March 27th from 2 to 4 p.m. in the presentation of four one-act plays for the celebration of Women's History Month. And we've been talking a little bit about the plays. We'll talk more in just a minute. But I thought, Deborah, since you mentioned that you were a producer and actress at a show on Theater Row in New York, and Theater Row, for people who don't know, is on 42nd Street, and you have, oh my goodness, I don't know how many off-Broadway theaters are all centered around there. It's a real fun place mm-hmm. to be uh, if you're going to the theater there. So can you tell us a little bit about that show and, and what you were doing both as producer and actress? The show that I was on is called White Woman, Black Boy, and it's written by David Holmberg, who is a former New York Times writer. He's an old school journalist. Um, from back in the day. And the story is about the lynching of Emmett Till from 1955. And I portray Emmett Till's mother, Mamie Till Mobley. So I portray one of the lead actresses in this piece. And I'm also the lead producer, as you said, in this piece. The play is from the view and from the eyes of one of the killer's wives. Carolyn Bryant. And so Carolyn Bryant's character is actually the main character as well. And then Mamie Till is the other lead actress. And the play is a very important part of our American history. And we're looking to try to get this play off Broadway as well. Is it also looking for maybe a regional production? Or are you looking for maybe let's start try and start with New York and then also maybe expand out to regional theaters? We want to do both, but we want to start out in New York. Hopefully we can get it in intimate theaters, maybe like the public or something like that right off Broadway and take it to Broadway. I'm also working on a one woman show that I'm writing on Nina Simone. It's more of a straight play about what she's gone through on her journey with her music and her personal life. I find it interesting. Really, this goes with both the 
play that you were involved with on Theater Row and also the presentations at the Palace, that it really shows the process that this isn't something where someone writes a play and then three months later, it's off Broadway. This is, to use your words, this is a long journey to get it to where you want it to be. Absolutely. It's a journey. But, you know, it's so worth it. And when you believe in something so much, I like to work on very important works or social conscious type pieces. So things that I work on means a whole lot to me. They're important to me. And so you fight for whatever you have to go through to get to where you want to go, you know? So like for Nina Simone, it's important to me to take it off Broadway and then hopefully it'll hit Broadway. I can transfer that to Broadway. And I'm hoping that for white woman, black boy, just the same. So again, both for the white woman, black boy, and also some of the pieces that are going to be presented at the palace. Why is it important to tell these stories? Because we're talking historical stories that maybe a lot of people don't know about. Our stories from the beginning of the human race till now are crucial. And it's such an important part of our American history, Stuart. So like many of our stories are unknown and not in the history books. And there are some stories that were completely written out of the history books. So storytelling of our history can be used as important educational tools and to be used for the betterment of humankind. Have you had rehearsals for the four pieces at the palace or is this going to be in a sense a dry run? You're all going to assemble, you'll have the scripts and, and go from there. No, we definitely have rehearsals. This is uh, not a dry run or a cold read. We are in rehearsal process. How has it been for for you and Naya during the rehearsal process? I'm, I'm just looking at the quick synopsis here on the Palace's website, which if you want information, the Palace Theater's website is palacetheaterct.org, how to fix a broken peacemaker. Love and Loss Between Sisters, Motherless Child, A Heart-Wrenching Peace, Take My Advice, A News Reporter of a Family Torn Apart. I mean, these are not very simple things or easy to digest for both, I would think, the actresses and the audiences that are, that are seeing this. It's very deep work, very heart-wrenching stories. You know what it is, Stuart? It's truth to be told. Simple as that. Just truth. How did you feel mm -hmm. as you were speaking the words of these playwrights for the two pieces that you're in? I mean, this must be very personal or just thinking, like you said, of, of the history and what's untold or what's purposely not being told. I mean, this must have been, I would think, hard for you. It's so true. For instance, Mary Church Terrell, I did not even know who she was, Stuart, until Lauren gave me this piece. And I felt not good about that. I should know who Mary Church Terrell is, <laughs> you know? And so I feel so touched and so happy to be standing in her shoes. And when I read these, this beautiful, script and going through her journey 
and how she was personally and what her fight was touches me so very much because a lot of her I have in myself. Her whole story and her whole um, mission means the world to me and it touches me very much. With motherless child, that piece, if I can just get through that piece without crying, (laughs) because it's so visual and I'm standing in my ancestors' shoes, I'm there. I really feel so connected that I feel like I'm that slave in that time. And it's hard to get through. It really is. I would imagine Um, if you can get through it, but let the audience cry and let them be weeping. And and so you can hold it together. So the impact can really be felt by the audience. Absolutely. That's the actor's job. (laughs) That's right. How do these parts compare with maybe some of the other work you've done? You talked a little bit uh, about the show that you started and produced off-Broadway, but what about other pieces? Is this a little more cerebral? Is this a little more of the moment compared to maybe some of the other acting jobs that you've done? With regards to the Palace Theater in the space where the table readings will take place, this is going to be my first time presenting there. And I have yet to work in a space um, that is somewhat similar, if I may say, to a cabaret type setting with the tables and, you know, like in that type of setting, which is going to be very nice and intimate for me. I'm used to working more so like uh, in a theater with seats like 99 seat or bigger or something like that, or even in a rehearsal room. So this is a very nice space and very intimate. I have done many readings and plays throughout my career, but it seems the past few years I've been getting more biography works more than ever before. Feeling really blessed behind that with stepping into the shoes of these extraordinary women. And that just means the world to me. And as a matter of fact, I just received a phone call last week from a director who asked me to come in and audition for a play this upcoming Friday for another extraordinary woman from the 19th and 20th century. And that woman is Junie Frankie Pierce. And here's another person I didn't know about. Do you think in today's world that both the producers and audiences are more willing and wanting these type of shows? And maybe that's why all of a sudden you're getting phone calls or there's maybe more of this type of work that's being done. Yes, I do. I feel like people want to hear these stories. I feel like people want to hear women's stories that Again, a lot of the women, I said that a lot of the African-American stories are written out of the books, but we don't know a lot of the women, period. Deborah, I want to thank you for joining me and letting us know a little bit about yourselves and also the programs that are coming up at the Palace Theater. And just to mention it one more time, this is Sunday, March 27th, 2 to 4 p.m. It's a presentation of four one-act plays for the celebration of women's History Month. So again, thank you for coming on to the Broadway Buzz. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Stuart. I appreciate it.
I've been speaking with Deborah Conbay, a producer, writer, and actress who will be part of the celebration of Women's History Month this Sunday. You've been listening to the Palace Theater's Broadway Buzz presented by Webster Bank. The Palace Theater is located in Waterbury, Connecticut. My name is Stuart Brown, founder of the 24-7 online Broadway radio station, soundsofbroadway.com. If you are looking for nonstop Broadway music, tune into Sounds of Broadway, playing the best from off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage. Thank you for listening. I hope you will join me on our next podcast episode. Until then, stay safe, be well, and be informed with the Broadway buzz. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Show.